welcome back to the Mad About Movies VIP Club. Now here's one of your hosts, Kent, Brian, or Richard. What is up, man fam, and the non-VIP. Ooh, you are getting a taste today, dear non-VIP, of the sweet life that we provide to the VIP at madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. You want to join up, and hopefully by the end of this 40 minutes, you're going to be like, wow. How can I? How can I not? How can I not sign up for the VIP after this? Uh, this episode is a little bonus for you here in the in the main feed. We are uh, we don't do this every month, but I would say every other month, certainly quarterly. Uh, we we pull the VIPs. We ask them to ask us anything, as it were. Uh, give us some questions. We sit down, the three of us. And we'll talk for 30 minutes or an hour, just answer all the questions that we can get through in that time. Uh, we, we talk about movies, we talk about the show, we talk about food, random things in life, uh, all good stuff, anything that, uh, anything and everything that is asked of us. Um, we try to answer those questions. And, uh, so that's what we're going to do today. So you're getting a little taste of that. Like I said, go to madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Uh, if you want to sign up for more of these AMAs as well as our uh, throwbacks every week, access to the Discord, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We have got a hard out tonight to get Arby to a very important meeting. Uh, so we're going to, we're just, let's, let's do it, boys. Let's get through as many questions as we can in the next uh, 30 Woo! or 40 minutes. Okay. Let's do it. Always start with a movie question or two, and then we will transition into stuff that is less movie related because we talk about movies all the time. That's kind of the thing. But I love this question, thought it was really good. Uh, comes from Thomas. What is the one element of a movie besides directing uh, that usually has to meet your standards for you to like it, regardless of everything else? So he said, cinematography, acting, writing, editing, sound, et cetera, et cetera. What's the thing? I'll go to you first, Richard. What's something that you are looking for uh, in a movie that matters more to you, maybe than other elements of of a movie? Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. For me, it's the writing and the. Um the acting of that writing meaning does the first thing I, I kind of always go for is like the corny test. Um, it can be really out there. The writing can be about, you know, a, a an alien invasion on Neptune of whatever, but like, do they write it in a way that feels true and, and real in it? Are those actors, they don't have to be Daniel day Lewis, but are they selling it in a way? Once that threshold is cr- crossed. Okay. Now I'm going to start looking at the cinematography and the music and all of that. But for me to like, get there at all i have to feel you know the basic like realism some people can get past that and that's not a big deal to them but i have to i don't ever get lost in anything but i need to see like the competency around, mostly if that's a writing issue you have to write like human speak or somehow write in a way that logically makes sense for whatever the characters you've created speak i'm not as big on story i just want to i want to feel in that room that it's actually could be happening in some in some logistical way yeah, it's good. Kent, what about you? Yeah, I wanted to say writing too. That was my first instinct. But the more I think about it, like, you know, The Lost World isn't written great, <laughs> but I, I love it. Um, so I think you can get around bad writing if you know how to shoot a movie. Uh, so I would say cinematography is probably my number one. I think I give mm. a lot of movies the benefit of the doubt more often than not if it's one of the most gorgeous movies I've ever seen. I, I think... That's that would stand out to me more than wow that script was bad when I'm leaving the theater sure. was is my that thing looked gorgeous so I think probably for me it's gonna be cinematography okay I like that I think I'm more story centric um, 
I don't, there's a lot of elements of movies that I don't, that I, it's not that I don't care, but it's not the thing that I, that sticks with me all that much. Um, I want the story to a little bit of what you were saying, Richard's like, I, 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 it doesn't have to be a, it can be a dumb story. I just need the story to be coherent and to fit what, whatever we're going for in, in the said movie. So, um, I don't expect fast 10 to have a really well-written smart story. I just want that story to match Dom and the gang and flexing out of casts and doing halo jumps from atmosphere or, or whatever else. I just, I, I, I see that. And it's hard for me to get past really bad acting. Um, if it's like an ancillary character, that's fine. We'll usually kind of highlight it when we're, we're in the review process, but if it's overwhelmed by everything else then that's cool, but Bad acting, especially at the top of the movie, is a it's that is the thing that I will think about when I when I walk out, and it'll be hard for me to uh, to set aside. Um, and a good a great performance, you know, can really kind of overwhelm some of the other flaws that that a movie might have yeah. for me. Um, this comes from Austin, one of the Austins. We have so many Austins that are in the VIP. But uh, yes, uh, what's your favorite uh, favorite summer movie memory? Uh, Kent, you got wow. one loaded up. Favorite summer movie memory is probably Independence Day. Dang, that's mine too. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, you can have yeah. it. Um, yeah. Independence no, Day was it. was very high. Um, actually, Waterworld was a great experience. Okay, all right. So I remember like that. seeing that and the line being so long at North Hills Mall to like get in and just standing out there, like everybody anticipating it. The movie wasn't great, mm-hmm. but I think the hype for it was. And I just remember sitting in the theater in that opening shot of the movie where it's the Universal Globe and then the polar ice caps melt on the globe itself and you're right into the movie. I was like, Oh man, we are in a, a blockbuster now. And, uh, I was super into it when I was little, you know, like the jet skis and everything. I didn't know it was, it was terrible. Um, but mm-hmm. it, uh, it was certainly a great experience. So I'll go with Waterworld if you want to take independence day. Nice. What about you, Richard? Mine's similar because of our ages are all kind of similar. Yeah. So, but mine would be men in black. Okay. Like a year or so later. Yeah. Nice. Just yeah. Very summery and innovative. Yeah. And I remember being totally lost in it and thinking it was so fun. Yeah. That summer of like 96 for what, I mean, I was 13. I just, me and my best friend, we, we parked at the, at the, the uh, movie theater, like every week, either my parents were dropping us off or his parents were dropping us off. Sometimes there were other people with us, but we just, it felt, it felt like maybe twice a week we were just like sweet movie coming out. We're at the theater and, uh, and independence day was, was in that range. But yeah, I remember seeing that. I, I saw that with, um, my whole, my dad's side of the family is like super spread out across the country, like Hawaii, Florida, Seattle here. And, uh, that summer we had a big family reunion. So I was like hanging out with my cousins for the first time really ever, like all together in a room and whatnot. And we the we we got to go see Independence Day and my, the the kids did, and when the, and we were like sitting front row at the old Northeast Mall before they had renovated the theater and had stadium seating and all that sort of stuff, and when the I'm sure I've told this on the this, this show before, but like when the when the alien snaps open on the like the surgery scene or whatever, not even when it comes alive, but when the, the when the husk just snaps open. My brother jumped up screaming and like ran out of the, the all the way up the aisle because we were on the front row and stuff. And it, so that is all I, I still to this day, I won't, I kind of won't let him uh, live that down. It's just such a memorable moment in the perfect movie for 
10 to 13 year olds, you know, um, yeah. such a fun, such a fun movie. Um, okay. We had a show related question from Hey. He says, if the podcast started 10 years earlier, uh, what movie do you think would be in the Mam Hall of Fame a la uh, MacGruber and Now You See Me? What What's a movie uh, from the maybe the previous decade that uh, that we probably would not be able to let go and would well, make MacGruber a was 09, forever. so we'll count that. It sure. was 10. 10. It was 10. 10. Yeah. Okay. So sure. we're talking I, 2003 I to 2013. Okay. Sure. Something I like that. I can see us getting some mileage out of Julie. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a good one. I've got, um, I've got, the, I've got two right yeah. here. Go ahead. Old dogs and wild hogs. Yeah, that's a <laughs> great point. Both have Travolta. I told you, I texted you guys. I was like, I was trying to think. I was trying to think of was John Travolta in old dogs or wild hogs? Oh, he's in both. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so that that would be that we would have gotten so much mileage out of that. Uh, that, that that's mine. Man, that's a good answer. It's a good answer. On the plus side, I think we would have. I I think Twenty One Jump Street would have been a big a big player for us. Uh, oh yeah, if for we sure. Were making podcasts in two thousand eleven. Super uh, bad. Yeah. 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 On the Super good side, that knowledge. whole yeah Apatow period of those like three or four oh, Will Ferrell, like, yeah, all yeah, that. yeah, mm-hmm. two or three those Anchorman and all that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. but mostly Julie. <laughs> Julie, Catwoman would have come out in that in that era too. Uh, that would have been oof. yeah. Polar Express could have been a good one to go in on. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, it was a lot. It's a good question. I like that it. It was a good one. Uh people like food questions. So this one comes from Ryan. Hot or cold coffee? And what's your favorite coffee place? Hot mostly. I'm like a eighty percent of the time hot coffee. I'll make I'll make an iced coffee though. So on a cage. Normally in the afternoon, I'll do an ice. If I'm doing an iced coffee, it'll, it'll be in an afternoon. And then if I'm getting coffee out, which I don't actually, for as much coffee as I drink, I, I don't get coffee out very much. Same. But if I do, it's sometimes I'll go ice. Because I like, when I get hot coffee, I like black you drip chug coffee. It. We, we know that. You've said you, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you drink it in one minute flat. I do. But I get, there's nothing to it. So I always feel stupid ordering it out because it's just like, yeah. can you just open that thermos into this cup for me. Thank you. (laughs) So I tend to get something iced or like, you know, some kind of latte thing. If I'm getting coffee out just to like, not feel like an idiot, but yeah. Same. I, before you jump in, Kent, I, I, uh, I'm hot all the time, hot coffee all the time. The part of my deal. And, and that kills me a little bit in Texas because it's like 105 degrees here right now. And, We've t- we've established we've talked about before. I drink four to eight cups of coffee a day, so it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. My AC can't keep up. I'm like, I could really go for a cup of coffee right now. <laughs> um, I would like for that to be iced more often, but I'm with you, Richard. I drink my coffee straight black, and I do not love the taste of cold black coffee. Like yeah. I have to have a flavor or a sweetener or sugar or something like that. And, and for me, it's like, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to do that six or eight times a day, it can't, I can't have it be sweet. I can't be, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just chug Red Bulls or something. Yeah. Same. I I can't, I can't have that much sugar and stuff. If I'm out, cause I'm, I, again, I'm with you. I make coffee every day and that's usually what I, what I will drink. Um, I, if I'm going to go off the, the, just the regular drip coffee, I I'll get like, I'll just get an Americano or something like that when I'm out just cause it's, 
Um, I mean, that's just a drip copy, basically. It is. It, it totally is. It, yeah. it is, but it sounds. It, it doesn't sound as lame. As yeah. Like, yeah, I'll just have a drip coffee for seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Exactly. You feel like you're getting your money's worth when you say, "Sure, at least I'll that." Have an yeah. There's espresso yeah. beans in it with. Uh, yeah, exactly. With an americano. Yeah. 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 Well, you can't. Yeah, I'm not into really the the fancy coffee. Um, I I gotta go hot though. My coffee has to be hot, not lukewarm, not cold. I need hot yeah. coffee. The Ember Mug is awesome. Keeps my coffee nice and hot all day long. Same, you can choose the temperature you want it to be. You can do 120, maybe a little 140 action if you're feeling dangerous. Uh, so love that. One of the best uh, <laughs> gifts my wife has ever given me. Um, so yeah, I, I don't do fancy coffee, but my favorite place is called Summer Moon. And it's a, kind of a maybe just a local spot, but they do like this summer moon signature coffee it's got mm. like a little sweet flavor to it it's kind of like a latte but it's got a little i don't know it's a brown sugar i don't know the the exact yeah what they do because they keep it you know in-house or whatever but um it's fantastic and fred armison um, did a song about summer moon at the show last week leon bridges literally just did release yeah. one last week called summer yeah. moon uh, yeah. named after the coffee shop in yeah. fort worth so awesome. um, if you're ever yeah. a local hit up summer moon man that's a yeah. good it's a good spot but if i'm at starbucks just give me like black coffee with cream i'm good yeah yeah i do the same just no cream um have y'all done dutch brothers that's everywhere all of a sudden i haven't i've seen no, it they everywhere. put one in my yeah, neighborhood okay. though so i need to yeah. try it Every time I've driven by it, there's a line, and I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not waiting in line to get drip coffee. No, so that's, yeah, I've never, I've never done it, but people, people swear by. It. I can't. I'm a, I'm a little bit with you. Like we, we've talked about this maybe a year ago on an AMA. Richard just is like he doesn't understand uh, keeping, like sipping the coffee. I guess like you just, you're just going. You're just like I'm here to yeah, drink this. Cup this of was on a, at a show yeah. like that I watched. Like a sitcom <laughs> had this exact bit of, and, yeah. and somebody in the sitcom said. I don't let my coffee dictate my time, which I thought was great. That's that's me. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm taking my sweet time. I, I'm not rushing to drink it faster than uh -huh. I normally would. Um, I'm going I'm going full. You know, when I feel like having a sip, you know, I sit down yeah. in the morning and check my emails. You know, maybe uh, do a little work and and you know have my coffee the entire time. It's yeah. great. I I have like a. I have like this warmer. I'm holding up to the cameras. Well, there we go. This is what I keep. Oh, that's a Larry mind. David warmer yeah. type of thing. Go yeah, we got a little dirty. because my deal is. I thought about getting the Ember mug. I like specific mugs. Are you guys like this? Am I weird? Like I like the diner mug, like the old South type of like the thick. You'll like this mug. one on my desk. My mug of the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Wondery mug Richard's pulling up. That's a throwback <laughs> for the uh, OG man fam there. Um, I'm with you, Brian. I love a diner mug because they're thick and they, yeah. and they feel yeah. awesome. But I want one where I could put my like fingers in there and like hold, grip it. Like too many diner mugs are like tiny handles. Oh, no, I like that. I like the thick. The, the, okay. Uh, yeah. If the, you can get like two handle. fingers in there, yeah. that's good. But there's yeah, some like you. Yeah. It's it's like. You might as well just pick up the the cup itself. I got you know? a four finger here. That's a strong. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. I, I, see, I don't love that. That's that's too much. I like I like a I like the the thicker mug. So I also have a nice tall boy. This will really drive Kent nuts. Oh yeah, that's a good one. The late show. Yeah, late that show mug that I'm holding up. I actually collect coffee mugs here. Yeah, uh, late yeah. night themed ones. I've got you know You've late show tonight show. Of the view. You've got every uh, daily of the view. show. Uh, yeah. Regis and Kelly, of course. Um, 
but yeah, I think that's the perfect size. The Letterman, you know, standard. I mean, it's a flawless design. Well, why mess it up? Yeah. That's the I Ember. Kind of the Ember is like an actual mug. It's great. Tall boy right. that I drink a lot of coffee okay. out of. That's like, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's not like Yeti size. I also don't like coffee out of the Yeti unless it's I'm ice because I don't like drinking same. metal. Yeah. I, yeah. I, the temperature part's great, but I don't like non-creamed coffee off of metal. My wife yeah. can do that all day. I don't. But same here. Before I'll the, do uh, I'll yeah. do the Ember, I would do you it. You have to. You yeah. Know, like, I'll, okay, I'll take this up. But I don't. I'm the same way. Sometimes I will. I will get a if I'm if I'm making a a a, a Keurig of whatever of coffee I'll make as much as it can, as I can as I can fit in my uh in my travel mug or whatever and then I'll when I get to the office I will pour it like a thermos basically yeah. into my actual mug I don't like drinking out of the yeah uh, that's a good so, move yeah I'm I'm I have an espresso uh, too that's good for like just the afternoon two yeah. sip pick me up so I do the Drip coffee in the morning, then I have an espresso machine that we inherited somehow, and I just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if yeah, I need the like good. five p.m. cup, I don't want to commit to drinking a full, you know, actual amount of liquid. I can just get a good old sh- coffee shot, basically. Yeah, I like I've that. almost nixed completely the the late night coffee, which is one of my oh, favorite man. things ever. But yeah. dude, like, I have not been able to sleep. <laughs> I've been up at like four a.m., so I'm doing like everything I can to get like six you know seven eight hours straight in and i'm like man, mm, just eliminate yeah. this guy but it sucks because nothing more that i like than like signing off a pod and having a nice coffee <laughs> yeah. and watching late night until you know i'm ready to yeah. go to bed that's that's yeah. my routine usually okay do you have any crazy vacation stories uh this comes from from cajun dreams any anything jump to mind childhood or or adult or whatever else no i was the Taggle. My mom uh, hated traveling, so I didn't go anywhere. We never went anywhere. Mm. So any of my trips I went on as a kid were uh, with uh, either with my dad if I was visiting him, mm-hmm. um, or uh, with friends' families. I'd get, they'd be like, "Yeah, you can bring Richard or whatever." So all my stories are kind of like as an adult. Sure, man. Mm-hmm. Trying to think if I have any wild ones. I. I mean, Weird stuff. And while you're thinking, me, Richard, I'll yeah. I'll, uh, I'll chime yeah. in here. I fell off a cliff when I was at scout camp. When I that's I not, that's not vacation. Yeah. That's like camp a camp story. I fell off. I almost died when I was like 12. So that was a that was pretty traumatic. But um, vacation stories. It's funny. The, my wife and I were on our honeymoon, literally the week that COVID hit. We we, yeah. we flew mm, out yeah. to Hawaii to go. Uh, you know, spend a few days there. And then COVID hit while we were there. And we remember watching the president declare a national emergency in our hotel room. We're standing there like, oh, this is crazy. Well, let's go to the luau. <laughs> we just went to a luau right <laughs> after this horrible thing was announced. And everyone was like, should we be doing this right now? Like, uh, right. And we're like, are we going to be stuck in Hawaii for, you know, they're not going to let us come back. And we showed back up and walked across the street. We lived in like the parking lot of a grocery store then. And, Immediately got home off the plane, walked across the street, and the entire grocery store was just completely emptied out. It was like the apocalypse had hit while we were gone. So that mm. that sticks out to me as a as a crazy vacation story. Yeah, that you were you were gone. It was that's such a weird. Oh, we and we had my uh, my wedding party like the week before. Remember, you guys were there, and yeah, uh, yeah. and it was like the last time going out. I remember being aware of COVID because, like, yeah. I, it, it I got a hotel room here. Yeah, I got. I 
got a hotel room for your wedding and being like, oh, I should probably wipe down this desk and stuff in it. Not because we had no idea how anything worked then. Right. right. So I was like, okay, Some I hope the cleaning lady really wiped this down. Yeah. I was all nervous about like the sink having COVID uh, on it. Not yeah. the, not the 80 people I was with in a basement <laughs> for Ken's wedding at all. Wasn't, that didn't concern me. Yeah. Yeah, I did sneeze in your face a lot that <laughs> That's night. That's just, so. that was for a different It was part of the party, <laughs> though. I mean, I explicitly <laughs> asked for that. Yeah. It's a weird tradition, but I like yeah. it. Yep. I don't know. Uh, Kent's, uh, it's a type of orthodoxy that a lot of people, you know. <laughs> what do we got next, bright guy? Um, Let's see. We had a lot of, like, summer questions. Somebody, Cheryl asked, like, what's your favorite, like, childhood, vaca- summer vacation memory I know you don't. You didn't really yeah. do a lot of that stuff, Arby. Kent, you got any any big yeah. any big summer vacation that jumped out at you? Now th- twenty whatever years later. Oh man, summer vacation. I mean, usually it was camp for me, or or we would go uh, with the church to go on wilderness trek. Brian, I'm sure you're familiar yeah, with that. Sure. So I did that sure. almost every summer. Uh, vacations. I like Colorado in the summer. Smart. I think yeah. we went. We did do that with family. We'd meet family up there and rent a cabin together. I, I think my favorite vacation memories as a as a youth were Colorado in the summer. Gorgeous weather, yeah. mountain biking, alpine slide at Winter Park, great food, fishing, all that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. mine. Nice. Yeah. So I love. We went. My dad for a stretch of time worked for uh, Saber, which was American Airlines. So we had, you know. Uh, cheap flight standby privileges and stuff um for a while which was which was great so we got to do a lot of trips you mean sabre <laughs> yeah sabre he sold printers um no we got to do a lot tablets. of uh, <laughs> yeah we got to do a lot of trips that we probably wouldn't have otherwise so we went to seattle one summer i was probably ninth grade ish something like eighth grade ninth grade and that ruled because it's same thing it's like the the temperature difference yeah. from texas to seattle was so great that was a whole bunch of fun. Um, I don't know. We my my parents made a big point of we we did some kind of summer vacation trip every every summer, and sometimes that was a more extensive trip. Like uh, you know, we did like I, I mentioned. I have I have family that lives in Hawaii. We went to Hawaii one summer. Actually, we did that twice. But once I was really young, like five years old or something. But um, you know, whether it was that or if it was just like we're going to New Mexico and staying at a you know a, a, like a Boy Scout lodge or whatever, you know, just something. We're gonna we're gonna do something for some. Did that Sandusky too. football camp? Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I always I appreciate that. I think that's the thing that sticks out to me maybe more than anything else is just like there was an intentional effort to like, all right, it's summer, we're gonna try to do something regardless of what the work situation is like right now, how much money we have, et cetera, et cetera. It was so I, I appreciate that. Um, and I thought about that this summer cause we have zero summer plans for Cooper. And I just was like, man, I'm letting him down already. Uh, but it's, it, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It's an off summer Coop. Sorry, man. We'll, we'll try to do something next time. So, um, we took him to Disney not long ago. Was that last I summer? did. We did. We went to, we went to Disney in November and that's why I told yeah, you. There you we, go. we, we did the Disney trip. So, you know, Okay, if the three of you get into a situation with the cops, who are you picking to talk you out of it? Talk me out of it? What do you mean? Talk, me talk the cops. Yeah, we need somebody. We need somebody to uh, to get us out of this situation. Who who's speaking up in this? In I am this very scenario. good with cops. 
Okay. I I have gotten pulled over. I don't know. Probably nine out of ten times I get pulled over or whatever in my life, I get out of it. So I don't know what kind of. I'm very nice. I always have my license out. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, like not <laughs> acting nervous. And there's six and bodies go, in Kent's truck <laughs> trunk, and he's like, hey, like those shoes? Are those are those uniform issue? And you bust those out yourself? This is a funny story, uh, Richard. One time, um, friend of the show Bonnie and I were hanging out uh, one summer. And, um, we were at, uh, NRH, I think we had gone to NRH2O with a bunch of friends and I was like giving her a ride home or whatever. I get pulled over and I'm like, Bonnie, quick, pretend to be my girlfriend and be upset. And so, so she grabbed my hand and we held hands and I was like, I'm so sorry, officer, me and my girlfriend, we were just going to play volleyball <laughs> up at the church and we got pulled over and she's super nervous. He was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And he let us go. <laughs> and we just high fived and we we're like, Yes. It was so great. But awesome. uh yeah, I'm very good at that. For whatever reason, cops love there we me. Go. There's I a wish, uh, that was the case that's for the everyone. Answer. But yeah. Yeah, that's the answer. I don't I haven't been pulled over in a long time. Yeah, me uh, either. So I'm not sure. But I am here's I how to get out of every ticket, oh, Ryan. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You keep a you keep a hat in your uh, in your truck uh-huh. that says Special Olympics Volunteer. <laughs> Throw that bad boy on. There's no way he's giving for, you a ticket then. For for years, my my grandpa is the best person I've ever seen with cops. Uh, he that guy could. My grandpa was the type of guy that like. You could, uh, they, he lived, they lived in this teeny tiny town. Like it was not even a town. It's like a, literally it's like a halfway marker between two other small towns. Um, but he knew everybody and he just, that was his whole bit. You know, he just, it's like you could be on vacation in Wyoming, you know, and all of a sudden somehow you'd find out that my grandpa knows this person that's next to us at a restaurant or whatever, but he just had that vibe and he, he carried that over with, with cops. There was a time when I was, I was probably 10 or 11 years old. We went out and spent the week at, at, at their house, uh, on spring break and they live about 15 miles from, from town. And we decide we're going to go into town to get dinner or something. And he is, Leaving the house, we're like five miles down the road. He's probably going 20 miles at least over. He just was a, I'm just going to get there as fast as I can kind of guy. He gets pulled over by a state trooper. State trooper gives him the, hey, you need to slow down, you know, all this. Let's him go with the warning. We get into town. 12 minutes later, he gets pulled over by a police for speeding again. Gets pulled over, talks his way out of it. We Go to dinner. We come back the other way. He gets pulled over by the exact same state trooper. And the guy was like, Ray, seriously, you got to slow down. Like, just <laughs> three times in an hour, you know? Wow. Come on, man. Um, and he's just like, no problem. But one of his <laughs> secrets was he, uh, it was for the, I mean, again, it's small town, small town, West Texas. They did the whole, you know, uh, police uh, fundraiser, yeah, yeah. you know, steak dinner, or pancake breakfast, or whatever they they did, and he would go. And if you, it was one of those things where it's like if you bought a ticket or you you donated whatever amount of money, they gave you a a bumper sticker that yeah. was like friend of the, you know, whatever. Oh. And he would Facts get like two or three bro. of them. Yeah, what? totally, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now I'm like, man, I would, I definitely. But I had <laughs> one of those on my car for for 
for a while. Like every year he would give me one because he's like, yeah, I got four of these or just whatever. Throw, right? throw, throw a Simplify <laughs> so, uh, logo yeah. on there and you're good. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe a Punisher yeah. too. Like yeah, totally, cup. totally. Uh, but that was part of his deal. It was like, yeah, I never get a ticket if, if, I, if they walk up. To I had a good list. cop one years ago. I was pulling out of uh, a friend's house. Uh, he had a little, lived in a little cul-de-sac right over by where we went to high school, Kent. And uh, it was Blake's house. I don't know if you were one over there. And, mm-hmm. uh, pulled out of there and there's a cop sitting there. There's like a little parking lot across. And I see him and I just turn out of the neighborhood and I go and he whips up behind me. And, you know, I'm like relatively new to driving. I was probably 18 or 19 and pulls me over. He's ticked off. He comes flying out of the car and he's like, hey. And he like pulls up his arm and he has this heinous like road rash scar <laughs> and he goes i got this because i used to be a motorcycle and someone ran a stop sign like you just did and gives you the whole thing and i hit me and it was whatever i had to get all these skin grafts like he goes in the really gross detail and i'm like uh-huh <laughs> okay. cool and uh sorry and then i'm timid but i know i go I, and he you goes, know That's how you i go. got these scars yeah exactly and i literally go <laughs> Hey, no, I don't. <laughs> I, sir, I'm not. I'm really not trying to argue back or anything. I, I believe you, but there's no stop sign there. So I don't know what to do with that. And he just turns around. He goes, I'm sorry, man. Like totally deflated because <laughs> it was one of those little turnouts where there's no stop sign because it was a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. And I was, and he just felt awful after he just given me the right act for like 14 minutes. And then he's just like, oh, that guy okay. tells that story seven times a day. Every time he pulls someone over, he's like, yeah. It was there's, great. And he yeah, just let me go. He was like writing than, me a ticket too. Like he was yeah, not happy and I got yeah. out of it because he, he didn't check to make sure there was actually a stop sign that I ran. He just saw me pull out of a street. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing better, especially when you're like a teenager yeah. and catching an adult in a spot where it's like they are clearly in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. You were yes. clearly right. And they just have to live with, you know, something so I, has to happen here. It changes the power dynamic just for so a minute. I oinked him and called him piggy boy and drove away. <laughs> See you at the oh donut gosh. shop later. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I, there's a donut shop by me that I walk to almost every morning. And I saw a cop coming out of there the other day. <laughs> Full box of donuts. And him and I like made eye contact, you know, and he's like, crap, I've been spotted. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> he just like went right to his car and like got in his <laughs> full chief wiggum. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. It was great. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. Let's do one more and we'll get out of here. Uh this one comes from Jacob. Let me see. Jacob loves Jacob's to ask some some strange questions and sometimes they're just like Jacob, you rule, man. Thanks for thanks know, for being I always you. Appreciate it. But let's since it's since it's the uh since it's the main feed, let's have like a Let's get kind of a basic one here. Let's go with, uh, where do you go when you need a comfort meal? Mm. Oh, good. Comfort meal. Man. For me, it's um, either barbecue. Okay. I'll get, a, you know, like a, any kind of Texas barbecue is always very comforting. Like when I have a birthday and my parents are like, what should we cater? I'm always like, barbecue. You just go pick up some barbecue and I'm good. So that that for me is probably comfort food or like babe's chicken. Like some fried, oh, yeah. some sure. nice for good fried chicken. You know, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Brian's Old South. We Depends know. Depends what kind of comfort. Um, yeah. If it's like emotional comfort. Waffle House um, too for me. Yeah, Waffle House is strong. Emotional comfort probably like, my mom was a great, she was from Philadelphia, so she made great Italian food. Mm. Um, and so 
yeah, pastas, things like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, homemade meatballs, stuff like that. What about chicken parm? Chicken. She was. She wasn't half Italian, so we weren't allowed to have that. Okay, that's a bummer. Sorry, yeah, dude. one day. Um, yeah. but if it's comfort a of a, a different kind, meaning yeah. maybe there was some alcoholic beverages hat, you know, mm-hmm. in, imbibed mm-hmm. in sure. the night before, and sure. maybe I just need to comfort my body in ways <laughs> because I'm I'm not feeling great because I'm old. That couple times a year, it's probably just a Whataburger. Yeah. Okay. That's my answer. Regardless, I I I'm a garbage person, and I'm I'm very content to garbage person out at a Whataburger. That's that's usually the. I'm reaching that age though now where it doesn't comfort well. I just feel like crap now after because I don't <laughs> yeah, think I, I know. I know. I've really I been good, good anymore, about but, uh, cutting yeah. it back, like the burger, you know, the fast foody stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like it's like sodas. Like you need to either eat fast food twice a week <laughs> or never, because if you try to dabble every three months, you're like, I'm gonna grab a Whataburger, and then yeah. you get like the same order you got when you were 20, and you're like, yeah, throw a side of gravy on there for the fries. <laughs> it's literally a six day recovery after I do it. Because, but I, if I did it twice a week, I think I'd, yeah. I'd be, I'd die, but I, I would be back on it. That's so I need true. to figure that out. It's probably true. I told you guys the other day, I was like, I, whatever I was for lunch, they, uh, they didn't have any, I have a hard time drinking. I drink a ton of, all I drink is coffee and water pretty mm-hmm. much through the, through the majority of days. Uh, but like at, at a meal, I still need something Yeah, same. with either flavor or bubble or whatever. So right. I'll, I'll always get, you know, love a Topo Chico big on it, big on that. If that's available, great. If not, you know, whatever kind of mineral water, sparkling water, whatever we can get that's, Same. you know, zero calories and we can just roll with it. But the place I was at, I think it was like a pizza place and it, they didn't have any, uh, they didn't have any of that. And I was just like, that's fine. I, I, I only had one cup of coffee this morning. I'll, I'm going to get a Coke. I got a Coca-Cola classic. Oh, and I texted man. you guys. I was like, it was so good. <laughs> and then even like in yeah. the, as I'm eating and, and I was just like, Oh no. I know. I'm I start sweating. Feeling so bad right now. Like already. Cause I just, I just don't drink soda anymore. I know. Um, yeah. If the, you don't drink soda, it's delicious. It then, can, then it can kick bad. your butt. Yeah. But it, yeah. if you can drink one a day, I used sure. everyone will be awesome, Brian. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> just just sub one of those Kent's coffees for a tablet every day. Is, keep in mind what we've yeah, talked about here. Seriously. Kent just hammers barbecue, then walks to his donut shop. <laughs> yeah. And then I has like three Coke classics. And Kent pounds, weighs 150 so. pounds. And I yeah. hate him. If I did I that, I would be... metabolism until like two or three years ago, Kent, so just be aware. You're, it's going to catch up to me. It's going to catch up to me, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I still weigh about the same, but I do not feel the same. I, I have to burn 3,000 calories a day and eat nothing to look like yeah. this. And the I don't thing that made, made me, it kept me skinny was stop stopping um, drinking beer all the time. Yeah, smart. I mean, <laughs> like, I gained like a full 30 pounds during the pandemic because we, yeah. my wife would just drink wine and, you know, right. just hang out. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That is one of the, I'm like, huge. Yeah. That the, there's a, I'm sure you guys have seen the one we'll, we'll be done. The scene in Parks and Rec where, yeah. Between seasons is when uh, Chris Pratt got shredded for Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. or whatever, and and somebody's like, "Man, you look great. What do you do?" He's like, "Yeah, I just stopped drinking beer on weekdays." <laughs> yeah, and there's like, "Geez," and, he, and then he's like, "They're like, how much beer how were much you drinking? Beer were you drinking? Yeah, like, a like, lot. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true, it's man. Yeah, I, I mean, as soon as I stopped drinking, I the weight like shred, it was you know was gone. Yeah. So. 
If, yeah, try that if you're uh, wondering why you can't can't lose any weight. Right, <laughs> I try. Or don't down the just yeah. enjoy I, life. I, I, I don't just, know. Yeah, yeah, I have my two beers a night. That's why I exercise, so I can enjoy. <laughs> that. I don't exercise, so there you go. I eat. There you go. Not Decent, regularly. Anyway. I eat decently. I have two drinks a night. Not every night, but like if I'm having drinks, I have two drinks, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I work out, and I have to just, and I'm still like, I also have that <laughs> stupid Irish head where like I have to be ten pounds underweight to look. <laughs> normal you know what i mean like my body has my body's not bad but i have such a fat yeah. stupid potato head that like i have to be underweight to not be bloated in my face so i'm like mm. a baldwin <laughs> well, i won't go there i had something okay we we have some questions we didn't we didn't get to tonight uh but i'll keep them in the list we'll, we'll pull them up next time we're doing one of these uh thank you for being here thank you for listening thanks vips for uh for giving us these questions and giving us some content this week we greatly appreciate that uh, if you want to be a VIP, if you want more AMAs, sometimes we do solo AMAs. I mentioned at least four four throwbacks per month, yeah. an exclusive Discord, all this great stuff. If you want more of this stuff, go to madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Sign up for that. It's five bucks a month uh, and you get all kinds of cool stuff and benefits. And uh, and we'd love to have you be a part of uh, the Man Family VIP. Uh, stay safe out there and we'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh.